Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. Every two weeks, we post podcast versions of one of our free training videos, or you can access our videos now at beyondordinarywomen.org. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Kay Daigle of Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, and I'm welcoming once again Jody Nisnik to our podcast and video and Jody's bio is on our website if you've missed it in the first video podcast of this series you can read all about her there we have gone through three videos where we've talked about lessons from the life of Moses for leadership and they have just been wonderful and I, I know any leader will really resonate with many of these lessons that we've talked about. So Jody, let's just move from where we were really right after the parting of the Red Sea and move on in Moses's life and to another lesson that we can learn. Yeah. So our lesson today is the temptation to accommodate others. And so the people have moved through the Red Sea. They've had this amazing, miraculous encounter with God. And the high of that wears off pretty quickly. <laughs> I think it's literally like two or three verses later, the text tells us that the people wandered for three days and they found no water. And you can imagine here for a moment, you got families, you've got little children that are starting to get thirsty and they start to get concerned. We're out in the desert and we don't have water. Um, so water sources, if they gathered some, they're dwindling quickly or they haven't had any and they're very, very thirsty. And so what we hear is that they start to grumble and complain. Now you can only imagine what this sounds like or, or feels like for Moses. One of my go-to verses in the New Testament, very convicting verse is James 3, 5, and 6, which tells us that the, the tongue is like a spark that can set an entire forest on fire. And I think that's what's happening with these people. One person starts to grumble and then the next person's like, yeah, you know, you're right. We don't have water. And what who is this guy leading us out? I mean, and you can just imagine how quickly this would just be like a forest fire of complaining, just moving through the people. So you have 2 million very discontent and grumbling people and they want assurance. And I can't really blame them to be honest. So we see this twice, Exodus 15, 25, it says the people grumble for water. And, and I love what Moses does. So Moses cries out to the Lord and um, asks him what he should do, and that he leads them to water. Two chapters later, same situation. They're thirsty again. The people grumble for water. Moses does exactly the same thing. He seeks the Lord, and the Lord provides water for them. So I think there's two positive things we learn from this, is that we should listen <laughs> to people. We need to hear what their complaint is or what their need is. And then the second thing is go to the Lord for the answer and, and sit with him, ask him what to do and then go as he directs. So those are two positive things I think we can learn um, about how to not accommodate. <laughs> and that, that sounds easy enough, but I'm sure every leader knows what it is like to have people upset and at least a few people grumbling about things. It's just very common. And it's, it's hard to respond in the way you think you, you should sometimes or listen to the Lord about what you should do 
right. when all this is happening and you're you're just sort of beset with complaints. So, Jody, I mean, what do you do? Well, I mean, to be really honest, this is one of my biggest temptations is to accommodate others and in a not a positive way. I mean, I think there's accommodating in a in a positive way. And I'm talking about accommodating where we're trying to people please. And truly it's because I want, I want people to like me. I want people to be happy. I want people to know that I'm a capable leader. I want them to know I can handle this and I can solve your problem. You have come to the right girl. <laughs> um, and so that's actually just really pride is the bottom line. It's thinking that I can take care of something for you instead of actually letting God take care of something. And it's really taking God out of the equation. Again, there are things that we should take care of, um, but it's, it's taking God out of the equation. And so we actually do see Moses do this in a not positive way. Um, and it's toward the end of this journey. You know, the people travel through this desert journey for 40 years. It's a very long time. And toward the end of the journey, they are grumbling and complaining again for water. But this time they've kind of collected themselves. It says that they are in opposition and they're argumentative. So it's not just grumbling, complaining. They're actually coming after Moses at this point. And this is actually all the way out in numbers 20. Moses does something interesting. He listens, he goes to the Lord, but then he does something that's out of character. He comes out of that time with the Lord and he chooses, the Lord has told him what to do and he chooses to do something different. And so he actually provides water for the people through his own power and not through God's power. And scripture tells us that it was because Moses didn't trust God. And honestly, I think it's because Moses is exhausted at this point. And it's, it's truly this misuse of power is a direct affront to God. And there's, there's some pretty big consequences for it. And so what, what is the lesson for us from that? Yeah. So I think there's a few things for us to learn. I think on the positive side, yes, we need to listen to the people, to people that are coming to us for whatever it is. We also need to seek God on their behalf. Those are great. But I think the, the two things that we need to learn to do so that we don't falter like Moses did here at the end is we need to take a break. We need to know when we have exhausted ourselves when we've kind of redlined and, and we're out of margin and we need to slow down and we need to pull away, especially if people are getting argumentative toward us, if, especially if it feels like people are really in opposition to us. I would say that's where you need to just shut everything down and you need to pull away. Um, and, and if you can actually physically move to a different location, there's a, there's a saying that if we move to a different position place, we can get a different perspective. And I do think that's true. And then the, the other thing I think that we need to learn is we need to learn to ask for help. We need to ask others to come in and help us. You know, Moses and Aaron were in that tent together. Aaron heard exactly what Moses did, and he should have leaned on his brother at that point and asked him to help him do the right thing, um, but he didn't, and he took matters into his own hand. I do think there's one final lesson we can learn, and that's about how the people treated Moses and to not be like one of them. You know, people grumbling and complaining behind a leader's back. I mean, I think this is a great lesson for us. 
of course we should be wise. And if there's something happening that feels sinful, but we're given a way to direct that, uh, you know, to direct that energy, we're told to go to that person. We're told to, you know, go to our elders at the church where there are other ways to do this without forming coalitions on the side and grumbling and complaining and, and coming at people in a sideways way. It's not God's will for us to do that. And so that's something that I think we can really learn from as women and be an example, especially, especially as women, I I wish gossip wasn't a sin that we all, you know, seem to struggle with. And I see it all around us, but I, I feel like, and I don't want to generalize because I know men gossip too, but I do think we as, as female leaders have got to be exemplary in this and how we model for other people, the right way to manage conflict, how to stop, you know, grumbling when it happens and to point people to Jesus. Absolutely. That's another set of great lessons and a lot of food for thought there for all of us, I think, not only in this video, but in all the videos that we have, we've heard and done. So I would encourage any of you who've missed any of the first three video podcasts to go back and listen to them. Each one has really just a wealth of information. And I hope that you can take some time to really ponder it and meditate on what God's showing you about your leadership or your life uh, as you do that. Thank you, Jody. Jody's uh, Bible study on Moses is called Choose a Study of Moses for a Life that Matters. And it's available from Kriegel. So I hope you'll go pick that up as well. Thank you so much. We appreciate the time that you've given us and the many things we have to think about. Thank you. It's been really fun to talk with you. Right. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcast episodes and resources for women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast is produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministry. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock, Kay Daigle, Deborah Herring, and Sharifa Stevens. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used courtesy of Christine Miller.